Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to side B of Technical Alpha, where we will be uh, so graciously answering the questions of the patrons level 10, Daru, and higher. Mm, Holy that shit. American We've dollars? had a development. We've had a development, guys. What is this Our patron went through the roof. Somebody Mr. went in Miyagi. big. Oh, no. Just I just updated the end screen oh, today. I finally did it. Wrecked. I finally did it, and he's getting me wrecked. Mm. Oh, shit. Oh. oh. Big thank you, Mr. Miyagi, man. He's trying thank to get you, us sir. that 5K hype, boys. We need, he wants we need that everybody to hype. rally. We need everybody to rally behind hype. Miyagi right now and open up your hearts and wallets. To, oh, my to the goodness. technical of a Patreon. Sweet Lord. Damn. Well, there you go. Well, he gets he gets in on that. Uh, didn't we change? I can't remember. I need to. I got to figure uh, out I what I'm to. mailing him again now. I think I, yeah, actually yeah. Think I, like, I, think I like packed this thing the other day. <laughs> All right. Oh, well, I'll, I'll, I'll look at it, it again. We'll, no worries, we'll, man. Uh, I'll take care of it. I'll take care of you. We will figure it out. Um, yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to be in on that that tech support. Here, as always, I'm pulling it up here myself. I also did uh, the the noises, and uh, we did some techno goose ones. I got to say, one of them was pretty epic. Oh yeah, they're pretty well done. Not gonna they lie, they turned out real well. I'll, I'll, I, you know what I've been well. doing for all my for those that don't know anybody that is, I think it's what fifty dollars or higher on Patreon. They get they can tell me to hit them up with that noise. I believe it's fifteen. You forgot I have been to do it today. Like, I've been yeah whatever I've been I've been doing uh um, no, like fault than yours. production like production levels I've been adding background music sound effects <laughs> uh audio effects everything like it isn't just me going <laughs> the whole full the whole blown, full blown full blown top noise. to bottom like the shit is a straight up ringtone next week like next week should. you should just play some of them just before the break let them let, actually let, Adam let the can you, Adam do you have that one yo play. Yo, you have them in your Dropbox? Uh, maybe still. If you do play, play the um, play the um, the duck uh, duck one. One sec. Yeah, and while you're doing that, I will look up. Mm, let me see here. I gotta get to the post. Uh, <laughs> let me see. I don't see why not, Duke. Um, uh, where is the, oh, there it is. Uh, I can't remember which, 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 which was it, uh, Jextrix's yeah, that was uh, there? Yeah, uh, let me see here, I'm listening real quick. Let me hear it, let me hear it. Yeah. Yep. It was Jetrix. Okay. who, who is a mega supporter. He's oh, absolutely Straight huge. up a god. He is a god. But All yeah. right, here we go. Mr. Maximus Black, hit me up with the sound of Disco Duck and Techno Goose having a drunk sing-off. Ten out of ten. Yes. Ten out of ten. There you go. Yes. So full full production value. You are getting your dollars worth. You are getting. I didn't get to hear any of that, so I had to like listen to the stream. But yeah. Yes. 
Yeah, I don't. I don't really have any way of sending no, that. No, it's back all good. I, right I just listened to the stream <clears throat> time. So, uh, but yeah, so there, you, there you go. I'll have to remember to put that in on the podcast when I'm when I'm editing this later. Yeah, do that. Uh, and um, but yeah, for those that that do want their own noise, I mean, you can ask for the most ridiculous things, and I'll try my best uh, to make those noises for you. So there, it isn't just me slapping it on and taking twenty seconds. Like I put some time and and thought into. Oh the, yeah, try and make it worth your you know your your contribution to the show. It's not just a. It's not just a one-off. No, it's not just a one-off. So what do we got for quite? We got nineteen this week. Uh, that's a good solid. That's a good solid showing. Mm. So panic. You want to start? All right. I got a. We're gonna go with the first one because I looked at this one and I'm like, that's the show right here. This is from our good buddy Mozart. I'm gonna go with uh, Mozart Godzilla this time around because I really just don't know how to say your last name. <laughs> So you're Mozart Godzilla, sir. What your question is, what is the shit that you did as a kid that earned you the harshest punishment from your parents? Mm. Mm. Dude, I've been punished so many times. Yeah, you've been you've been I wrecked. mean, I could sit here for the whole fucking hour. <laughs> Usually, like, as minorities ourselves, the minority parents are like, you get the smack in or whatever. It's not just like, no, you go sit oh. in your room for, like, three hours. No, that's like the, that's like, a, if you have to go sit in your room for three hours, you're like. Oh, yeah. I got, I literally, and this isn't even the harshest punishment, but I literally got whooped. Like, my dad fucking belted me on my bare ass. Like, no joke, like, straight up, like, what you see in the movies. He straight up fucking bare ass whipped my ass with a belt. I shit you not. Sorry, Dad, I had to call you out on it. I'm going to call uh, uh, Child Protective Services. Rip Miles. But, um, my parents never yeah, used Yeah, no, like, I straight, up, I straight up got a fucking ass whooping one day. Like, no joke. Like, black parents don't fuck around. Um... My dad felt really bad about it. Like afterwards, like he was like, he w- he was. I mean, he didn't like. He didn't whip, enjoy he d- doing it. It wasn't like fucking twelve years a slave. But I mean, he fucking he tanned my ass with a belt. He literally tanned my ass with a belt, and that wasn't even the worst. Like that, that was like the worst physical punishment I've gotten from my 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 dad. What did my you mom. do to earn that though? Um, what did I do for that one? <laughs> I, I don't even remember, honest to God. I, I don't remember. I just know my my dad. So, like, with with my, I had a really weird upbringing. Like, my dad, my dad was the was the person that did all the di- the discipline, like all the disciplining. Like, he he was the guy. He was the enforcer. My mom was the one that I would go to, and she would either hide the things that she thought my dad would get mad at me for. Or she would be she she would be my like my safe haven. Like if I had a big problem, I could go to my mom and mom would understand and she wouldn't judge me. My dad was very like it was almost like uh and I'm not gonna say her bash my dad. I love my dad. My dad's amazing. Um but my my dad like my parents had me at a young age and so there is no there is no book to be a parent. Um, you just kind of, you just kind of go with it. And my parents have always had a rocky marriage, like always. So my dad would be in and out of the house. So, you know, when I moved on Adam street, my parents were together. Um, 
it was definitely rocky before that, but it was almost like an, a fresh house, a fresh new start. And we've had so many of these fresh new starts and things. So there would be times where my dad would, he was always around, but he he didn't like always live there all the time. It was like he lived there. There was always a bed for him to stay in, but sometimes he just wouldn't be around. And so it was always the thing where dad would come home and everybody would be on edge because we didn't know what kind of mood he would be in or anything like that. And it was one of those things where the smallest of things would fucking set my dad off, like just straight up set him off. And I mean, that's why I just don't know why I got in trouble. Usually, <laughs> been anything. usually it was, usually it was something like my dad was, and I'm so happy my dad was hard on me. Like with my sister, she never got grounded ever. Like I was, it was almost like my parents learned from me. Like I took the brunt of them becoming parents, and then <laughs> you were the first child. Yeah, yeah, and then it was a 180 with my sister, and I always used to get mad at my my dad because no matter what my sister did, it was always like, "It's okay, sweetie. It's okay, sweetie." And if it was me, it'd be like, "Get the fuck upstairs. I'm gonna deal with you when I get, when I see you." Right? And it, it would be like me walking on eggshells. But I'm so happy my dad was like that because it it really molded me. It put the fear of my father in me, which I think every child should have. Not to the point where you feel like you're going to get beat or anything like that. And it wasn't like that. There was that one one particular time where I did get the belt, but I was never you know beaten or abused anything like that, or even really verbally abused in my household until you kind but of develop was, your own moral sense. Like it's it was that one. That's your deterrent. Yeah, it was it was more for me it was more of like I was afraid of my father and I, and it was more so of of disappointing him. I don't know why uh but I've always been the type of guy that I always looked up to my dad. You know, my dad, I get my work ethic from my father and like um he's a strong guy and I understand a lot of the things that he that he went through and gave up. But it was like I always wanted to be like my dad. I always wanted to uh have his approval and it, no matter what I did, I always felt like I was falling short. So for me, it wasn't really about him, me scared that he'd be mad at me. It's more of like I've disappointed him again. It was it was like, you know, Jeff, when are you going to get this fucking right? You know, it'd be the smallest things. Like dad would go, Jeff, go grab me, um, you know, go grab me uh, the mic of the um, the vice grips in, in the uh, you know, tackle or toolbox or whatever. Right. And I'd go to the toolbox and I couldn't find them. And I would start to ha- almost have anxiety because. I, I like I know if I go over to him and tell him like dad I can't see it and if he has to get up and he's going to go to the go to downstairs and then he's going to immediately find it in the box and I'm going to look like a fucking idiot right and and, and he's going to be like he's, it's right there like open your fucking eyes man like how like take your time and that's that's it me I'd get so nervous around him that I would make mistakes just because I was overthinking everything so that was the kind of the kind of child. I know it sounds like a horrible childhood. Like I'm like <laughs> I'm like describing hell, but it really wasn't like that. Like I had a really good childhood. My parents really spoiled me and gave me gave me more than what we could afford most times. Like those were just but, the on occasional things. But those were the on occasional ones. But one that really stands out is uh, I one thing that always got me grounded was my report cards, and it was not because. Uh, it wasn't because I had bad marks. I've always been like an average student, and it was more of like what I put into it. 
if I applied myself, there is no doubt in my mind I could get straight A's on everything. Like, I'm not a stupid person, but I just was not interested. I was more interested in being a class clown and being the center of attention and and doing all these things. So much so that in junior high, I'm sure I've said this before, but in junior high, my teacher would give me an hour at the end of a Friday to uh, tell stories to the class. I would write stories all the time and I would get in the front and, and everybody would be looking forward to the stories and the stories would be about other people in in the class and people would like get together and people would get killed. And it was like a funny comedy thing, but it was in on contingent that I would be behaved in class. I wouldn't talk out. I wouldn't make any scenes. I would, I would be like a regular student because I was always wanting to be the center of attention. And it just so happens like now for a living, I get to be sort of the center of attention. It's just part of my personality. And so in my report cards, every single time the marks would be relatively good to average. And then I've always struggled in math because I just hated it. So it was like, you know, I'd have a D in math or something, you know, like a 55% or a 60, which would, would bring down my, my average. My dad never gave me shit about that. He always gave me shit about being disrespectful. And it was always about talking out and things. So in my report card at the bottom, Every time, I swear to God, I, I I get my report card, I wouldn't even look at the fucking, at the grades. I'd go right to the back page <laughs> to the notes at the end, and I would read it. Uh, you know, doesn't fully apply himself, more interested in being the center of attention, constantly talks out, was sent to detention or whatever, blah, 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 blah. I never missed time in school. I never played hooky, very rarely. Um, it was always that, and my heart would fucking drop every time I see it because that would be the same. I'd hand my dad the report card. My mom would see it. And she goes, Jeff, you know you're going to be in trouble, man. You know you're going to be in trouble. I, I know, I know, and I and it's like no matter what, my dad would always be like, you got to be respectful. you got to be respectful. There's a teacher up there trying to teach, and you're taking away from people, and I understand what he was saying and why I would be punished for that, but it was just part of who I was. It was like no matter what I did, I'd be good for two weeks after that report card, and then I'd just start going back to my old ways, and that was the way it is. So this one time in particular where my dad told me it was at the end of the year, and at the end of the year, I was always given a grading present. Right. So some some summers I would get a video game. I know one summer in particular, I got really spoiled and they gave me like a new pedal bike. And um, this summer uh, it was halfway through and we got that mid report card and that mid report card. I had the the negative comment where it was like more class clowning. And my dad would go into parent teacher interviews and that's all they would say. It's like, man, Jeff is He's if he he's a he's a young bright guy. If only he would apply himself as much as he would him trying to be a comedian. You know he would he would excel and and all this other stuff. And so my dad would wait for that report card. We'd have that talk on the way home and be like, "You got to smarten up, bud." And be like, "Yeah, I know, Dad. I'm sorry. I'm sorry." And so I get the report card. And there was one time where it was halfway. I get it, and my dad punishes me. So he's like, "No Starcraft. You're not allowed to play Starcraft." And that, that was when to he took me, it away from you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, but it gets worse, <laughs> dude. So, so there, he's like, yeah, there's, there's no StarCraft. I'd be like, okay. You know, that was one of the bad things. And then I started going over Adam's house, and I would play StarCraft over Adam's house like eight hours a day. No, I shit you not. I, Adam wouldn't even be home. Like, fucking Adam be at church. <laughs> Adam would be like fucking. Dirty neighbor, uh, Adam. Adam would be doing that whatever. Was, uh, just, He'd Jeff be would just playing show with the guys. I'd be at Adam's house playing on his dial-up. Yeah. 
and his parents can't even use the phone. I'm on the internet playing Brood War. Adam Mom's the one that let him in. Yeah. I didn't fuck. I just, mom just let him in the house. He just go would, to the office. She and- didn't care. I'd go do my thing. And if they needed the phone, they'd be like, yo, you know, can, can we make a phone call? Like, ask me if they can use their phone. And, uh, and, so and that would be until they got a double line. And then eventually we, we didn't have to worry about that. But um, so... You know, they would ground me from my dad knew my weakness and it was Starcraft because that's all I wanted to do was play Starcraft all the time. So he would punish me from there. So it gets worse. There's another time where after that half year report card and I got punished, my dad said, if by the fuck, if it if the next report card comes, you're going to fucking regret it. And I knew it. And there was one time. In particular, I had a fallout with my teacher, and I knew at that point, like, it don't matter. Like, it's almost like the teacher knew. And my dad would tell my teachers, <laughs> like, listen, if Jeff is acting up in class again, I want you to tell me about it. And the teachers knew. There was even times when my teachers would be like, Jeff, you know, it, it's almost like, uh, you, you know, with kids when it comes you. to Christmas time. Where it's like, oh, yeah. hey, if you're not being a good boy, Santa's not going to come. And the kid be like, oh. You know, and he'd be like, oh, no, no, don't, no, I need my presents for Christmas. Well, the teacher would, like, blackmail me almost. If you don't fucking smarten up, I'm going to be telling your fucking old man about this. And it's like, holy shit. Like, even the teacher knows my weakness. Savage. So at the end of the year, I, I had a really bad stint, man. And I was going through a lot in school and dealing with a bunch of shit. And I was just acting out. So I come home with the report cards. At the end of the year, I pass. Everything's great. And I'm looking for my my grading present. My dad's like, you got that report? In fact, days went by. I graduated. Days went by. He didn't even ask about it. My mom saw the report card, and I just assumed dad didn't give a fuck. I was like, oh, man, I just I got away with murder. I got, I got away with murder. And dad was like, hey, bud. Comes home. was like after a baseball game. Dude, I remember this so vividly. Hey, bud. And and, and dad says that. So there's different there's there's different ways. If dad, If dad said, Jeff, come here. I knew I was in shit. But if it was like a, hey, bud, it was like a cheerful dad. It'd be like, oh, you know, great. So I go <laughs> I go downstairs and I'm like, yeah, dad, what's up? He's like, uh, you get that report card? And at that point, I was like, oh, no. I was like, yeah, I, I, I got it. He was like, oh, how was it? I was like, yeah, it was good. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, let me see it. And at that point, I turned around. I walked upstairs and it was a slow walk. And at that point, I'm processing. I'm going. What's gonna happen? I'm, I'm going. I'm going. It's the beginning of summer. Like, I'm. I'm it's over. You know. And and Dad knew too. Like, because I started to tear up when he asked me go get the report card. I started to tear up. And Dad know like instant. Dad, Dad knew. Instant. He knew what was what was what was gonna happen. Right. So I went upstairs. I come downstairs. I'm like wiping tears on my eyes upstairs. I'm looking in the bathroom mirror, like trying <laughs> trying not to like look like my eyes are red. Trying to be strong, right? But I was, uh, dad's always been my weakness. And so I go downstairs, I get my report card, and I hear, hear dad, and my eyes start watering. I just start crying, right? I just start crying. And he hasn't even opened the fucking thing. He's looking at me. <laughs> he's looking at me. He goes, what did I tell you? Right? And he, he already knew, right? And so he opens oh, yeah. the report card. He reads it. It goes silent for a minute. And uh, he goes, uh. Usually he gets mad. He was calm as all fuck, which is even scarier. That's right? worse. It, it was the even, white even scarier. goes quiet sometimes. It's, it's even scarier. And my dad is no joke. My dad's a big guy. He's intimidating as fuck. Like even now, he's like what fifty four years old. He's probably like two hundred and thirty five pounds. He's like six foot, and the guy's a brick shit house. Like literally a brick shit house. 
And so he's just intimidating. So I'm standing there, and he goes, go upstairs until I figure out what I'm going to do with you. And I go upstairs, right? I'm crying going on. I'm thinking to myself, like, please let there be mercy. My mom is coming home. I can hear them talking downstairs. My mom is probably standing up for me, like, come on, Miles. Like, you know, let let it slide. Like, you know, he just graded his summer. Comes upstairs. Comes up. He goes, all right, get everything out. I was like, what? Everything. I want it all out of your room. Everything except the desk. And I was like, uh, what do you mean? He's like, all the shit out of the room. So I had to take everything. My video games, my, uh, I had this big, like, ghetto blaster. That was gone. My speakers, uh, my toys, fucking everything. I mean everything. All I had was my bed, a school desk, and a fucking closet with clothes in it. That was the show. I mean everything was out. Put... Put stuffed it all in a, in a, the hallway closet. Put the rest up in the attic. And he said, "The only thing you're going to be doing is write note. I will not talk out in class." And I sat there, and and at the time I had a little tiny desk. It was just like a one a one little cedar, uh, like you would actually see in in, in elementary school. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, those, I, on yeah. A, on a piece of paper for pages, I wrote, "I will not talk out in class. I will not talk out in class." And I wrote and wrote and wrote. And after I was done. He said, you're punished for a month. It was a month with oh. nothing. Literally oh. nothing. Savage. I, I had a curfew. I, there was no video games. I wasn't allowed to have friends over. No sleepovers. Nothing. It was a month. And the worst part about it was, he didn't was even summer. tell me how long it was. He just said, you're punished. And I, and, and I asked, for how long? And he said, until I see it. Basically, until I say a month went by of nothing oh. but a desk in my oh. bed. Nothing. Just fuck. That was like, what did by you far, do with yourself? I well, I was I was allowed to go outside until a certain time and I would sneak over to friends' houses and shit and I would, you know, play video games there and stuff. But it was like straight up punishment. It was an entire month of being grounded and it was like the most hardcore punishment that I have ever had, like ever. And of course, you know, it got to the point where I started to get older, and so dad couldn't really punish me the way he used to. Like, you know, I was a young, I was becoming a young guy, like a young man, you know, being 14, 15 years old. Punishments you can't have really, to evolve. Exactly. So, and then, then it would turn into losing StarCraft or, you know, uh, you know, things like that. If I wanted money to go play golf with Adam, you know, Adam would get like a membership and I would just pay per uh, whatever, uh, per round, you know. They wouldn't give me any money for it and things like that. But, I mean, it was my my dad, dude, that was by far the worst because it really affected my summer. It it was torture. It was like almost borderline torture. And, of course, I didn't learn my lesson, right? I, I would go back to school and I would do the same shit over again. So there it is. I know I just took like 15 minutes to, to talk about it. <laughs> but I had to put it into context on, on what it was like um, – being punished in in my household it was it, it got extreme it was as small as no starcraft for a week to your shit is out for a month period it was bad it was really bad and my mom would let me sneak shit like you know if dad wasn't around for for a night or something she she would let me you know play play starcraft or play you know do these little things like my mom would do those sort of things and there is shit that i've done like as a child like i have stories for days that that i've done that dad 
dad knows about now because we talk about it like we always look back at the way we used to be and we we just laugh about it right we we just like man i can't believe shit used to go down like this but there 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 has been times where i've done like some some like suspect shit with friends and gotten in trouble and uh, and dad never found out about it. And then, like, we would tell him as adults, and he'd be like, what? Oh, of course. And, and he'd be like, oh, yeah. whoa, fuck. And obviously, he can't get mad about it now. But, like, no. we, we kept a lot of things from my dad that we knew would oh, set yeah. him off, right? Oh, of course. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. What about you, Panic? Um, I have a couple. Like, um, my parents were somewhere, like, they, you know, sometimes they did the whole, like, you know, smacky type of thing. You know, yeah. and as we got older, they'd evolve into that. If you dodge, they'd like come at you from the other side. So like Bam. you'd be like, no, bam, other <laughs> side. Um, yeah, no, it wasn't like anything. Like again, like whenever we got smacked or whatever, we normally deserved it in some way, shape, or form. Um, my brother and I were only about a year and a half apart, and my parents eventually just kind of got to the point. We we were relatively well behaved kids. We didn't do anything too crazy, but like you know, if we messed up or whatever. Um, my parents just kind of took the approach um, that we would both get punished in the exact same manner, um, regardless of who did it. Because <laughs> effectively, that takes they, a lot of the guesswork out of it. That's that's, yeah. that's there's no longer um, you know. The other the other part of it was mainly because again they knew we were kind of relatively well behaved, but they always wanted to instill the uh, you guys should be looking out for each other mentality like if you see your brother doing something stupid call it out on yeah. call him out on it you know be the voice of reason like hey man we're both gonna get in trouble if you do this you know and that was the kind of mentality they so it's pretty funny because it actually worked um but my parents like yeah there were definitely times i got smacked around you know i don't think i necessarily might have deserved it but who knows um i think the worst one was um just i was really smart in school um but I was not a, uh, I, I'm kind of like Jeff. I just didn't apply myself. I was kind of lazy. Yeah. Um, yep. And part of it was like um, school wasn't a challenge, which is why I just got bored. I wouldn't like act out or anything, but it was a lot of stuff like I wouldn't do my homework for whatever reason, for like history class. But, you know, test time rolls around. I'd be getting like hundreds and like mass and credit. And the teacher would just be like, he never does the homework, stuff like that. So that was kind of my mentality. But um, in third grade, I remember this very vividly. Um, we had to do book reports. And now for all of you youngins who listen to this podcast, um, computers and home computers were not around and not everyone had them. And, you know, even though we had one at home, our teacher, especially in like third, fourth grade, had a rule. You handwrite the entire thing. Double spaced five pages book report. Um, and I was a huge, huge Sonic fan. So they had those like Sonic books. I would read them and I would write my book report on them. <laughs> Wrote one in particular, handwritten, super proud of it. And mind you, it takes a long time to handwrite five pages in cursive when you're in third grade. Um, I misspelled hedgehog on the first sentence. <laughs> H E D E G H O G. Oh, rip. <laughs> Get fucked. You reversed it. Yeah. Um, my dad looked at me and said, Son, you've got it. He's like, You checked. Because I'd have my parents read it over, you know, after. Then they'd be like, You read it over. All good. You checked it. And I'm like, Yeah, dad. All good. Reads it. 
gets one sentence in. Spelled hedgehog <laughs> wrong. Oh, fuck. You said you checked it. I'm like, I did. Spelled hedgehog wrong. I'm like, he's like, all right. Go rewrite it. Oh, like the whole thing? I, I go I go back to my room. You didn't I hear erase, like an eraser? I erase, I erase it. Rewrite it. And go back to him. He's like, no, I meant go rewrite the entire thing. Get. Oh, what the fuck? Get. And he. he fucked. <laughs> so he goes over, sits me down, hands me blank loose leaf paper and puts the other one next to me. He's like, copy it over again. Oh, and dude, that is savage. That is such like, oh, I'll, dude, I'll, I miss, I'll, I miss. Yeah, I go, I go. I rewrite the entire thing. This time he goes and reads it again. I misspelled hedgehog again, not at the beginning, but somewhere oh. later in the thing. He's just like, again. I'm like, what? He's like, I, he's like, you have to check it. If you told me you check it, I'm reading it. It's got to be checked. Like, you can't be making mistakes like that. You can't be handing it in with, like, you know, basic mistakes like that, you know? And he's just like, rewrite it again. I'm like, can't I just write it with you? He's like, no, until you learn your lesson, do it again. I think what that's a, I think fuck? that's a pretty good lesson. I think that's like. Oh, a, what do you mean it's a I good lesson? Up, hey, I messed I up a, one more time on it. I did it. I did it that one more time. I still messed up. I spelled something else wrong, right? And I and then he's just like, he caught it again. He's like, go rewrite the entire thing. I did it. I rewrote that thing three times, and then finally he's just like, I'm gonna I'm gonna clue you in on this, son. Um, you wouldn't have to rewrite this if you sat down and reread your entire thing, maybe once, or read it backwards, and then just use your eraser and fix it, right? If you just had paid attention to the details, you know, you'd be all right here. Like, I'm not trying to do this to be mean, but trying to get the point that if you just spend the time doing this and you, and you apply yourself and you, you think about it and you don't just, like, rush to do it and, you know, and you do it well – then you won't have to rewrite it again. You know, you won't, it won't get mm-hmm. sent back to you. You won't. And he's like, he's like, and that was the lesson he was trying to convey. And guess what? You know what? I learned how to run spell check real well and actually <laughs> read my, and, and I joke about it, but it's part of the reason I'm actually a better writer nowadays. I'm pretty, I, you yep. know, I don't make too many mistakes. You know, you know I remember that is, lesson. Yeah. Being and, and punished and like, yeah. it makes you a better person. Like as long as it's not like an abusive type thing, like some people get it harder than others and it's usually, on how your parents were brought up as well. Obviously, that's where they get their parenting from and what they know. But th- so much, like, from my and discipline like has me, molded me yeah. to how who I am today. It's And it wasn't like, you know? he t- and again, like, once once he was done with that, that was it. I didn't, like, I wasn't grounded or anything for making a mistake. He was just, like, he's just, he effectively was trying to convey to me, like, one, value your time by, like, paying attention to what you're doing. Two, don't waste someone else's time by saying you checked it when you might not have actually checked it as thoroughly as you should have. You know, you yeah. were rushing to get it done. Think about exactly it. Exactly, when you're rushing. Like, yeah. He'd, and he'd always, yeah. like, tell me the story of, like, the two guys, like, you know, two guys looking for a job. You know, guy, the boss guy who's, like, looking to decide. He asks, he asks them both the same question. They both run off. And then he starts asking the first guy. You know, he asks the first guy. He's like, oh, what was some detail on this? The guy's like, oh, hold on. I have to go check again. And he runs off again and comes back. And, you know, he does that three times. And then he goes and asks the other guy, you know, what was it? And he's like, oh, yeah, no. Actually, he gives all the details. And the guy's just like, I'm going to give this guy the job because, you know, he only had to take one trip. He had to take three. You know, stuff like that was, like, my parents' style. Like, you know, teach the lesson in a way that's, like, applicable to the crime. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I, the only reason I would take I would take mild exception to that, that to that punishment is that. Oh, I you also know, had I've, really I've, messy handwriting. So my dad was figuring, you know what? If he rewrites this a couple of times, maybe his handwriting won't look like chicken scratch. Yeah, I mean, I've written a lot of shit because I love I love writing. I've written boatloads of crap, and I've always I've always done my own my own checking and everything else, and then I'd always pass it through. Like most kids, you pass it through their mother. I was lucky. My mom is a is a phenomenal uh, editor. But, uh, the, the problem is I could read something forwards and backwards that I have personally written several times, and there is still a pretty good chance I'm going to miss some asinine little fucking thing (laughs) because I'm the one that wrote it and my brain is processing what I've already written down and it, it knows what I was getting at. And so I will miss entire Things that I and I've like my with my reviews. I read my reviews like five, six times over, and I still manage to fucking miss something somewhere. And it'll be like dumb little thing, and you just don't miss it. You just miss it, and it's kind of like a. There's a reason why writers have editors to yeah. catch all of the shit that they, that they have. It's because when you're when you're proofing your own stuff, it's very difficult. Yep. To catch absolutely everything. I do appreciate the lesson he was going for, though. Yeah. Like, the de- attention to detail is absolutely... And he also told me, like, he told 100%. me, he's just like, he's like, you didn't have to come to me immediately after you finished it just to try to get it done. He's like, you could have you could have waited. You could have looked at it a little bit later. You could have read it. Ba- he's, he's literally just giving me straight. He's like, you could have read it backwards. He's like, these are the things I do. I'll read it backwards to make sure I look. And he just started going through, like, a list of things. And he's like, but you were so focused on just getting done and getting this report done so that you could go play. So games was he or catching you with your pants down? Like, were you not rereading it or like what? Because I I'm was, missing that part. Did he, you did he, you really he, just write it and then be like here and then write it again and then here? That's something and then I would do. That's definitely something I would have um, done. I'd be like, Starcraft I was probably calls. doing something in between where like. I was excited to be doing something like, you know, I was thinking like, oh, once I'm done with this, I can go play games or I can do, you know, whatever. So I'd like, I'd read it and I'd reread it, but I wouldn't necessarily have given it the attention that I should have that first time. You know, I'll be like, oh, you know what? I just finished rewriting this. I focused, you know, it was fine, but I didn't actually go and check if there was a, uh, you know, if there was an issue with it. You know, I was, um, you know, by the time I had finished writing it, my mind had already you know, gone off the task. I'm like, all right, I'm done. I can go do something else instead of being like, all right, did I actually do this properly? Did I spell hedgehog properly everywhere? Which is like the main point of this piece. Like, <laughs> you will never spell hedgehog improperly not, ever again. I have not spelled hedgehog wrong ever since. Like, <laughs> like I'll type it on the phone and I'll still be like, no, no, I have to get this right. And that was the show. Yeah. So what yeah. about you, Adam? What terrible uh, see, things have I you was, done? I, I, I didn't do get it. grounded. I uh, well, no, I got grounded a lot. I don't believe but it Nova parents for, are real from the stories I've heard. I don't believe they no, exist. No, I got, I got, I got grounded, but I never did anything. I never really did anything so dramatic because I had such a massive fear of of my my parents to begin with that I I never really acted out all that much. I wasn't uh, I wasn't a class clown, not even close. I just went to school. I did my work. I hung out and I left, and it was whatever. I I uh, so that was never a problem. Schoolwork, I'd get in in trouble every now and then because I'd only put in, you know, I I wasn't panic level fucking savant over here, not doing anything hundred percent on test. I'm not I'm not that guy, but I was <laughs> I was good enough that that I didn't that wasn't put anything in anything not math. <laughs> 
Like, I didn't put in that much effort and still did way above average. And so I always felt, I always struggled with putting in a huge amount of effort. And so, you know, every now and then, yeah, my parents would catch me with that and they'd take away games and they'd be like, no, that's, you can't, you can't coast on that shit forever. It's going to bite you in the ass type deal. And, um, and there were things I get like, I'd, I wasn't supposed to curse or anything like that. They catch me with that and I'd have minor punishments, few days here and there or whatever. Uh, there was one punishment that I got where it was an entire month and I cannot remember what it was for the life of me. This whole time that Jeff has been talking and Panic has been talking, I have been trying to friggin' recollect what it was that necessitated a full month of no games, curfew, the whole lot. I can't remember what it was. Um, but I'm pretty sure it had something to do with, um, with being at, at Diz's place when I wasn't supposed to, or too late. <laughs> I was out too late, like several days in a row and I wasn't supposed to be somewhere and I kept doing it anyway. Uh, and eventually that was just the, the, the end of it. But yeah, I mean, even for the stuff that I, sh- that I, oh, I thought I was going to die for, like, remember Amanda, the Amanda thing. Yeah. Where, uh, it was like, I don't know, it was like midnight or some shit. We were all outside in the summertime on break, and I would have been, I don't know, I guess I was like 12, yeah, you 13, would, yeah, might, something like that. Thir- might have been 13, maybe. And, uh, Amanda was was your age, a couple of years older, and, uh, we were, we were talking about something, and we were talking about, uh... I ended up talking about how my family like home out she got in the hit valley with the door or something. No, or well, something sim- yeah, it's it's yeah. So like, <laughs> so uh, we were talking. I talked about how my, my family home, my, my <laughs> yeah. family home was like so old, right? It was like I don't know. It was, uh, for European, it's like a baby, but over here, the home is like 170 years old or whatever. It was at the time, it would have been like 160, 150. Anyway, we were talking because we were just talking about various things, and she didn't believe me. And I was like, all right, well, congratulations. And she was like, she, for some reason, she was hell-bent on discovering the truth. Not, not like, in the future, but that very moment, she was absolutely hell-bent on knowing. And she was like, I'm going to go ask your parents. And I was like, what do you mean? It is midnight. My dad is going to get up in five hours to go to work. You are not going to go grab them out of bed to answer this asinine question. What are you talking about? She was like, no. She just starts fucking tearing off down the street. And I was like, you can't be serious. I'm going to catch fire for letting this even happen. So she's running off down the street. And she does. She's all the way up to the fucking door. And I'm like, don't do it. Don't don't you damn well fucking ring that doorbell. And and Amanda was such a... She, oh, was, she, was, she was a tomboy and just out there and just fucking... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're saying. So she rings the doorbell. And I'm just pissed now because oh, yeah, I'm like, like I'm gonna catch this. Fucking... You fucked up, and I just fucking I pulled her down off the away from the door, and she and she fell down. And for whatever reason, <laughs> my instinct I I should have gone into MMA or some shit. Mm. My instant instinct was to knee her in the face. Straight and I eater. Fucking, Everybody went. I, Oh yeah, I oh! grabbed the back. I grabbed the back of her head and I fucking gave her. Oh, he just fu- <laughs> <laughs> you and are I'm a never, terrible and, person. No, the thing is, is oh. Adam was never was never no, like a no Adam violent, would, no nothing. Dude, Adam was like fucking Travis tried to fight Adam and fucking punched him in the face, and Adam was like, "I'm gonna be I the bigger man off. and walk away." Walk. <laughs> but what? That was the line. With, 
Yeah, that's what he said. I'm I'm gonna because we're all like oh, that fuck. happened after like Travis's yeah, yeah. thing happened later. Oh, but yeah. still, yeah, that's, but, that but was the idea. They're like, yeah. oh fuck, they're gonna fight, and Travis fucking punches him in the face and does some stupid karate shit and gets in a fight stance, and we're going, oh fuck, it's going like, down. And Adam just goes, I'm gonna be the bigger man and walk away. <laughs> and then he waits, and then he waits a second. I waits and said, walk. walk. And he turns around and he walks away. <laughs> it was funny too because this is mom. I'll never forget this. She's it was out so there fucking up. trying to get it going. She's like, she's trying to get it fire. going. So like, did we were talking? So how this whole thing's <laughs> happened? I know we just totally went off on a totally different tangent. But but what happened was we were all standing up and like, we, and again, this was I might have been. Thir- if I wasn't thirteen with that the the Amanda thing, I was thirteen at this time. I don't remember what it was. And. We were talking about, because, you know, it's the things that you talk about. Who's the toughest on the street? Yeah. It's what you do when you're kids. Who's the toughest? And and somebody ranked it like Jeff and then Adam and then Travis. And Travis took exception to being below me. <laughs> and, I, <laughs> and I didn't give a fuck. I was like, whatever. And, and Diz was like, nah, bro, I'm totally up. And I was like, all right, all right, Travis, sure. Good, good enough. And he was getting huffy. And I asked him, I said, are you, what are you going to do, punch me? Yeah. And he fucking <laughs> he goes and like straight punches me in the face. And I'll be, I'll be straight with you at the time, even though we were both kids. It really didn't fucking phase me all that much, so I said, all right, that's cool. Your and brain bounced back a few times, like, oh, I'm good. No, no, so Travis runs. Travis realizes the weight of what's just happened. He, he is really, unloaded yeah, right. on me, yeah, and right. I didn't fucking move. Yeah. And Travis bolts Goes to, his, to his house yeah. and runs to his mom. His mom sees this because yeah. she she did nothing but, like, whatever. She's watching us. So anyway, like, she sees him running. She, says, she runs downstairs. There. She runs downstairs <laughs> and locks the door before he can get to the house. Goes up to and the window. And goes to like, the window Travis, and, like, it was, it was one of those windows where you do this shit, yeah. and she's like, Ugh. she fucking gets the window open, she pokes her head out, Travis, you get out there and you fucking fight him! You fucking <laughs> do, you fight and him we're now! All, we're standing on the street going, what the fuck? And at and that point, even Adam's like, going, even Adam's going, going, what the fuck? So Travis <laughs> goes back up, Travis runs back up, and he goes into some, he literally goes into a fighting stance, he goes, he does like this, he does like that, like he's watching too many action movies, right? And Adam... Adam is standing there going, I'm dumbfounded. And he's I don't looking know what at me. Do. I'm looking at him. <laughs> Travis is fucking crazy drunk mothers in the window going, Fucking fight him, Travis. Fucking fight him. We don't take that. Fight him. Right? And I'm going, and I don't know why. She's always had it oh, out for Adam, shit. too, right? So, and oh, then, yeah, she did. And then, and then Adam goes, Adam goes, I'm going to be the bigger man and walk away. Walk away. Walk. Walk. Walks away. Just walk. And we're all going, what the fuck? And Travis's retarded mom's going, fucking get him, Travis. <laughs> and and I can tell worse. Travis didn't even really want to fight. Like he was no. just nobody wanted to do everything. It was just it was so stupid, dude. It was, it was so, so crazy. The whole time. I, so on all fronts, one, I was really confused as to what I was witnessing. Because Travis's mom has legitimately right. locked her child out of the house and is attempting look. to get like fight club going on with these <laughs> two kids. A fight. She's just like, look, and I'm just like, you started it. You gotta finish what? it now. You what ain't, you ain't what? bitching reality, now. My son ain't no bitch. <laughs> in reality, Travis's mom just had it out for me. She uh, just really she didn't like me all that much. Sure, but yeah. but it, but it was whatever. And in my head, I didn't give a fuck about fighting Travis. I'd already taken a full on. Unchecked punch in the that. face, and it was whatever. 
the problem was, in my head, I thought, if I fight Travis right now, regardless of outcome, my oh, ass your, your is dad's fucking gonna kill you. grass. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever yeah. happens here it's whatever. is secondary yeah, yeah. to whatever the shit is that's going to happen yeah. back at home. So, yeah. And so the I'm going to be a bigger man and walk away line and the added extra walk was some walk. like movie level shit. Oh, it was movie level. Just, and he walked. He didn't run. And I, I he didn't away. look back. He just no. turned around and walked and we're all standing there going, what the fuck? And Travis's mom in there screaming her fucking head off and I don't know what the fuck is going on. Travis is still in his fucking, his, his Jean-Claude Van Damme stance, and this is just crazy. <laughs> this is ridiculous. So. It was nuts. But you know what? Dude? I don't know if you remember this. It gets worse. The next day, the next day, I was sitting out front of your house on the front steps. <clears throat> Travis's mom brings Travis with her to the front of your house. Oh, I don't okay. Remember this. I don't remember you don't remember this? I'm sitting there and she tries to get the fight to happen again. <laughs> wow. And I was sitting there going, No! Yeah. Teresa, I'm not going to fight your son. My dad is going to end my life <laughs> if I fight your son. Just just let it go. Yeah, she is and like I, that, and again, yeah. I was like, What where am I? What universe am I in? This mother has now brought her son. Oh, we're yeah. not in the ghetto. And, and you know, we're Travis like doesn't want to do we're in, the, we're in the fucking white suburbs, for Christ's sake. Like, and Travis is sitting there, like, looking at the ground. He doesn't want to fucking fight. No. He's just, like, it's crazy. Oh, yeah. Absolutely How did she imagine crazy. that was going to go down? Like, you guys would just stand up and then start beating Like, I was just thinking, yeah, what did she expect? Like, okay, you know what? Sure, let's fucking give her a go. She, Look, she, no. was, <laughs> she was heavy on the wine quite a bit. So, you know, they were, and oh. the entertainment on the street was not. Bingo wasn't on know. TV and she needed something to fucking do. And so. So she brought him down and I, I was like I was so confused like I was confused enough when she locked him out of the house then the next day I was like it's finally over everything's calmed down we're over. going back to doing whatever and she fucking shows Teresa up Teresa never forgets I was like oh my god you've <laughs> got to be kidding me yeah no, but yeah, I, I need I need a man in the face and fucked her up real good it oh, was bad fucked her up real good she squealed it, like a pig too it sounded like a guinea pig yeah, like squealing like, you guys are terrible like, people Oh, it, it was, was crazy. Oh, it was bad, dude. And she made so, a scene. So, like, she made a oh, fucking scene. she made a scene. fucking scene about it. Like, oh, yeah. holy I mean, fuck. I guess, well, she didn't get knee in the as, face. But, I mean, soon she as I did it, fucking went nuts. As soon as I did it, you're your like, brain oh, fuck. Like, fuck. <laughs> My brain and went, then your dad I comes out. You're like, oh, And then, as, like, not even five seconds She's on after the ground, this happens. And the dad opens She's the door. on the steps in front of the door, faced all fucked up because I grabbed the back of her head oh, and, and I fucking it just just clap. Yeah, yeah. And Flying and, and you John heard, Jones style. Oh, it was bad. It was probably beautiful to watch, but for everyone else involved, it was bad. And and Dad comes up to the door. Dad doesn't even have a shirt on. He's just like he's confused as hell. He's like, "What's going on out here?" Here's all this noise. Opens the door. I run into the house immediately. I bolt past Dad up the stairs into my bedroom because I knew. That the wrath of fucking God was about to drop on my head as soon as he found out what happened. And he looks down. Before I even get up anywhere, he looks down. It's like he instinctually knew some shit. Oh, yeah. And Jeff can verify this because he and like four other people were sitting there. Amanda's crippled fucking on the ground, just guinea pig, whatever. He looks down and he goes, he he picks up her face and looks at her and he goes, you're okay. okay. Shuts the door and goes <laughs> Turns around, closes the door, and see you later. <laughs> I was already upstairs. Game I was in fucks. my bedroom. I was oh, in yeah. my bedroom crying because I, I was like, my life is over. 
I just need a woman. I just need a girl in the face. My dad is going to break me and then burn me alive. And then just, I, it, it's bad. He comes in. He said, what? He said, what happened? I explained it. He said, he said, you know what? You're probably going to have to go down and apologize yeah. tomorrow, but don't worry about it. I, I understand. It's yeah. okay. And I well, was like, everybody kind of knew how she was anyway, right? Yeah, she's exactly. Like, she's kind of off her rockers. <laughs> like, uh, she's she's like borderline ADHD. Like, she's just very. You almost <laughs> need like Ritalin to calm her down. She's just fucking loud oh, and bad. obnoxious. And but she was a good person. Like, she's a good person. But it's just she was a kid <laughs> and just crazy. She. It was it was a bizarre night for sure. It was so a lot of crazy so shit crazy. went down on that. I was on that a, like I I thought I killed her for, with the noise coming out of oh, her. Yeah, I thought I had killed somebody. Pig. Oh yeah, we all and, thought you and, did because I was a I was a big kid. Like I I was just I was so much bigger than everyone else, and I never hit anyone because my mom drilled that into me. It's like if I if I sneezed in mom's general direction, she would overact. She would oversell it. She'd be like, she'd be like, oh, you just crippled me, so that I would, I would not do that play, like even play fight with our kids, because I was literally three times the size of everyone else. And so when I full, you were tra- well trained, need her, well trained. I was like, oh, game over. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so you, you got it. you got pressed into a corner, like she, you, you didn't know what oh. to do, so you just fucking need her in the face, man. <laughs> I mean, what else would you do? Like, you know, just like a bitch in the situation, face. Like, knee to the head. You know what? I'm gonna knee. I'm gonna fucking Chris Brown you right here, right now. I'm. Beauty you're done. I dropped an end bomb. I need yeah. her in the face. Heat mm, of the moment. Get heat of the heat of the moment. The abort mission uh, button is a knee to the head. Oh, it was so. F- oh, it was so. F- I remember that whole so vividly. Oh, it was crazy. But yeah, so I didn't. I didn't like. I get. Like I said, I had a month. Of punishment, I still have no. I can't remember what it was for, but um, I mean, it was something stupid. Obviously, if I got away with that, then it had to have been something s- sort of crazy. Uh, but I was, I was white bread as fuck. I was, I was a good kid. I didn't fucking do anything, and and if I did, I didn't get caught. So that was like the the two, the two yeah. kind of scenarios. Yeah, like Adam Adam breaking the rules is like eating one too many cookies. You know, yeah. it was like there was no. If you want a drama, just, if you want a drama, you come over to my house, and there is yeah. just plenty of drama there for enough for, you know, three, all, all, three all households. I knew, all, all, all I knew is that I was terrified of dad. Dad kill me. He never raised his voice. He never yelled. He never cursed. He never anything. And I knew exactly when he was pissed off, and the moment I just I didn't want to see it because yep. he I I got my ass tanned a few times. Mm. It was either dad's hand. Which was about you know the width of my body, <laughs> or it was it was mom with a wooden spoon, and both of those things sucked. Yep, my mom equally. was the flip flop, yep. <laughs> the flip flop. Yeah, the oh flip. the classic. The and she'd like sometimes yeah, she'd so. just throw it from across the room, and you dodge it. But she knew the dodge was coming, so like as the one was about to hit you, she'd throw the other one to like where you were going to be, and that's how she'd get oh, you. She. Oh, she, uh, she, she, she basically like oh, micro Jew. She, she predicted your movements and clipped. Yeah, you she up. knew. She's like, oh, he's gonna dodge this way. Boom! And the next one's right there. You're like, damn it. Oh, but yeah. So that was savage. I could. I uh, man, that that was. I'm just remembering all that shit. It's just so stupid. The Travis thing just killed me. The, mm. the, that was. Oh, there's amazing. just there's just too many. There's just too many. So stories. many moments. There's, there's way right, too many. Let's hit the next fucking, question, man. <laughs> yeah, what do we what do we got here? Let's see. Uh, all right, here I, I found one earlier here. And where is it? Um. Oh, Avram, 
or Avram, depending on who you're talking to. $30 lifetime, $10 current. Thank you. Bless. What three songs were overplayed and you were happy they aren't being played on the radio, YouTube, everywhere else anymore? Blurred fucking you- lines. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah, that, that really was. Hey there, Delilah. Oh, fuck, yeah. Ultimate for me. <sighs> yeah, uh, that's... Yeah, I'm on... I'm that, on. Got, that got heinous for a while. Like, that was every third song for an entire summer to the point where people... Like, that was when you were working the Dollarama, and every time you'd be in there, that song was on every five minutes. Mm-hmm. On repeat. And it was um, brutal. What do you call it? Um, she Will Be Loved by Maroon 5 was overplayed. Mm. Good song. A like, lot good of Maroon song, 5, a lot of Maroon 5 stuff got overplayed. You know who's getting overplayed to shit right now here in Halifax? Ed Sheeran. If oh, I hear yeah, another yeah. Ed Sheeran he gets, song, yeah, he gets played I'm, I'm, a, I'm a projectile vomit. Right around uh, Spider-Man 2, Chad Kroger's hero got overplayed a shit ton. Mm. You uh, know what's funny, though? On that, on that note, though, on song, that note, I was listening to the radio... And somebody asked, sent in a tweet and said, do you guys play anything other than Ed Sheeran? Like, they straight <laughs> called him out on it. Oh, and the shit. radio host and the radio host was like, just for saying that, here's some Ed Sheeran. And yeah, played some more Ed Sheeran. Yeah, of course. Like, oh, um, they played that Wake Me Up song. Uh, wake me up when it's all over. Oh, when yeah, 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 oh yeah. Something's over. I don't know. Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, I know, know what song you're talking about. That shit on... Yeah, that's a yeah. Yeah, yeah. They all played the fuck out of that too. But yeah, I mean there's so many. I mean Justin Bieber songs are just fucking played oh out. Oh my god. I mean, you just there's so much. Apparently not played it enough that Panic hasn't heard one of the most fucking played out songs. I heard Despacito the, the other day. I tweeted at you guys. Yeah. I don't yeah. listen to the radio. I used to listen to I used to hear the radio when I'd be like driving in my car or going to work or whatever, but I have a really short commute now. So uh that, radio that isn't other that other song, the, um, oh shit, what was it? Um, the Owl song. Uh, oh, Owl City. Owl um, City. Oh, Fireflies. Yeah, that oh, shit Fireflies. was played so That was played out too. Um, there's a handful back in the day, Avril Lavigne got overplayed to shit. Oh, Complicated. Yeah, Complicated Skater Boy. They got... Mm. Crazy overplayed. But Blurred uh, Lines was the one that did it for me. I'm like, if I hear this song, one Blurred more Lines die. got way yeah. too much FaceTime. It wasn't time. even that then good they, a song. Then they get sued for that song, too. Yeah. Well, there's like, some, I mean, there's all sorts of they, fuckery they, that went down there. There was like the music video had that topless chick in yeah, it. Yeah, I don't think that was, was it. They literally, they literally stole um, the beat. Like the underlying the beat. beat, yeah, like from it, and they had to pay out like an insane amount of oh, money. Oh yeah, like they lost an insane amount of money on that straight loss too. It was like identical. It sounded basically identical. There was there was no doubt they stole it. Uh, but yeah, so I mean, we can see her in name songs forever. Yeah, I know that's those, those are pretty good. Um, all right, uh, this one is from uh, Granddad's Belt, uh, who is you felt a. That one. uh, supporter. Ooh. He said, funny, worst, or most awkward thing you have walked in on. Oh, uh... I mean, I've I've straight up walked in on my parents having sex. 
<laughs> I didn't get that. I just had to, like, the most awkward thing for me was when my dad bought condoms when I was with him at the store. And mm. he just didn't even, he didn't even downplay it. He just straight up. He's like, you I know was, what happened. I remember looking at him and I was like, are you serious right now? Like, you couldn't, <laughs> you old, couldn't find a, like, 15. Really? And your parents <laughs> still using condoms? The fuck? I guess I don't Damn. know, but Dad, I don't know if Dad was maybe just trying to like low key set an example or some shit, which was. But but all I remember is looking at him going, Dad, you know what? I appreciate what you're doing here, but no, don't you, do that. But no, you this could you weird. could you maybe just play this one a little safer? <laughs> I I walked in on my parents having sex. I was I was young, and at the time I didn't know what it was. But now that I'm older, I I know exactly what it was. Um, fuck, it was this was. I was probably, I was living on Spencer, so I would say I was maybe 11, uh, 10, 10 or 11 years old. I remember waking up in the morning, and I was hungry, and my both of my parents were off that weekend, and so I just went into my mom's room, like, thinking nothing. I mean, you're super young, you have no idea. Yeah, yeah. So I walk in, and I didn't see anything, but they were under the covers, and there was, like, you know, straight up, like fucking. Shit's moving. getting real. Oh my god, yeah. Like my dad, was beat- <laughs> my dad was beating it up because, and I was standing there. I was, sta- I was, I stood there for about fifteen seconds, right, trying to figure out what trying, the hell was. Yeah, going Yeah, I didn't on. know what was going on. I didn't know yeah, like yeah. if my parents were fighting or what. What was going on? I, did, I had no idea. And I said, "Mom, right?" And my Instantly mom stops. My mom on top. Yeah, <laughs> and she, <laughs> she, uh, she. There's a cover over. She goes, oh, Jeff. And then they, she rolls over, right? And I still remember this. And she was like, uh, what is it? And I'm like, I'm hungry. She's like, oh, yeah, yeah. I'll make you some food. I'll, I'll be out soon. And I was like, okay. And I just turned around and went back <laughs> to my room. And that was the show. I had no idea what happened. But now that when I'm old, I go, oh, man, they were fucking for sure. Oh, of course. Yeah, they were fucking. So that was definitely. But at the time, it wasn't awkward for me. But it still isn't now. It was funny to look back at. But, yeah, that's probably the most awkward position I, I would have been put in, even though I wasn't awkward because I didn't know what was going on. <laughs> at the time, yeah. At the time. At the time yeah. Now thinking about it, it's like, yeah. But yeah, no, that was cool. Uh, what about you, Panic? Um, uh, I don't have too many that I've walked in on. Um, I can't say a couple because uh, various reasons. Um, I can tell you the stuff line. I think I have. Um, Actually, no. I was working. At, I was working the tech bench, so I didn't walk in on this. This one walked up to me. Um, dude shows up with his laptop, and he's like, "Yo, man, it's it's not working. Like, you know, it's it's kind of like freezing up and not working so well." I'm like, "All right, take a look." Yeah, he, uh, he pops the laptop down in front of me, and I lift the edge. Screen is frozen on porn. And I look down at the keyboard, and I'm like, yeah, bro, I'm not going to touch this. Uh, I just just turn it around, and he looks down, and he just goes white as a sheet, and he just, like, takes the laptop and walks away. Yeah. Uh, There was was one other thing I can think of when I was in the the Cub Scouts, and we were on one of... um, you know, when you're in the scouts or whatever, uh, when you hit a certain age, you go on like, you know, camping trips or whatever. Once you're old enough and your parents don't care that you're out in the middle of like butt fuck nowhere with 50 other people. Um, and this was, it was in the winter time that we took this trip 
and we were out in cabins and and I can't remember where it was, but it was supposed to be like this haunted location, whatever. That's all I can uh, think of it. And uh, so there's a ton of us in this one room, all sleeping in sleeping bags, and it's freezing, freaking cold, and whatever else. And one of them on in somewhere in the room was just stealth fucking giving her a go. And it was the most awkward because there's like 50 friggin' people in the room and they didn't give a shit. They were just giving her a a fucking quick polish before bed. And I was like, you have got to be kidding me right now. Come on. Time to get to get it in. I I got got one more. Damn. Um, This was um, I. So a couple of years after college, um, my. um, my friends from college were still there, like um, people I had roomed with. They were there for another year or two doing like masters and whatever. Um, so I went up to crash with them in our old house. And, um, you know, we people were out drinking, all this other stuff. And you know, we, had, we had a couple people over. I was sleeping on the couch. And the girl who was living next door fancied my uh, one of my roommates at the time. Uh, so now... I'm sleeping on the couch, and this is not, like, a full-on room. This was, like, renoed, where they took a giant living room, and they put kind of, like, a wall and a partition in to make another bedroom so they can rent okay. it to another person. So I'm literally sleeping on the couch right up against this guy's wall, and I'm just hearing them going at it. <laughs> right? Uh... Now, the problem is, problem is, um, it's, like, Five degrees outside Fahrenheit, which is like negative something ridiculous for you guys. Um, and I'm just like, I'm drunk. I don't really know what to do in this situation. <laughs> this is really friggin' awkward. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. And you just rub one out, man. You just rub one <laughs> out and go to sleep. That's it. They went at it for two and a half hours. Damn. And I was just like, dude, I, Damn. I, I, I was date I was dating this this older chick. And uh, like she was like eight years older than me, and I remember this. <laughs> oh yeah, dude. We I get some fucking stories, but um, that I'm not going to share on on online. But anyway, this this woman, this woman just taught me things. And we went. We were at her place, and she had a roommate. And her roommate, they were both white chicks. And they were both in the black guys, right? So that's one of the beautiful things about being black is there's just some white chicks out there that just want to be with jungle black guys, fever. right? Just straight jungle fever. And so this chick, <clears throat> she had jungle fever, right? So we were we've we've already been like you know sleeping together for a while, and uh, it became it became such a thing where her roommate would bring. Uh, she started seeing a guy too stead- steadily, and he was also black, and so <laughs> him and I. And the girls, we would, like, watch, you know, TV or whatever and have some drinks and shit like that. And it would always end up, like, us in the rooms just fucking going at it. So, <laughs> pretty much, like, every every night that we were there, like, the both of us, the two, the, two, the two guys, we would have a competition on who can make the girl... Like scream and yell and bang and go crazy, <laughs> and and the thing is, the girls had no idea. Like they they had no clue. And sometimes I'd go over go over her place, and he would be there, and the girls wouldn't even be there, and we would just fucking shoot the shit or play poker or whatever. And so uh, we would just fucking like have competitions, and you would hear <laughs> you would hear on and the rooms are right beside each other, just like a fucking apartment building. 
and all you would hear is like boom, boom, oh, and you would hear like some, you would <laughs> hear some weird what I was shit. Hearing. That's you what would I was hear hearing. some weird, you would hear some weird shit. I remember one time I was fucking like I was. Like, your dick gets so hard that, like, you you grow an extra half inch, you swear to fuck, it's, like, bigger than it normally is. Well, I was it's in that those state. good days. Oh, it, this, was, this was a better than good day, mm. right? And I was fucking, like, I was a machine. And, uh, and I was, like, I was a champion. Like, I was railing. And she wasn't doing nothing. And I was <laughs> fucking mad. I was, like, I, like, I started turning into hate sex. And so Uh-oh. I was like, I was getting mad right now on the other side of the wall. I'm like, ah, ah! And he's like, like just banging and shit. I'm going, what the fuck? And next thing you know, and I'm sitting here having sex. Like, I'm got my game face on, like, ah, ah. Right, I got my game face on, and she ain't doing shit. And in fact, she's kind of like, she's kind of like fucking, she's out of it because all I realize all we're doing is listening to these fuckers on the other end. And I can't. I'm. I'm like trying to stay super focused, and I'm. I'm trying not to laugh. And I'm at the same time. I'm angry because he's winning, and she's like, she's she's all upset because she can't focus. She's one of those focusers, so she can't focus because all all she can hear. She's like, I, I, I just, uh, I can't. I'm just, you know. And I'm like, hey, hey. and I was like mad. So I lost that session. I was the one making noise. I, I lost that session. I lost. I thought you were gonna say. I thought you were gonna say they low key figured it out, and she was just fucking playing you the whole time. No, just, no, there just was no playing. There was no playing, man. But like, I'm telling uh, you, dude, he straight up. I don't know what he was doing in there, but he straight up destroyed <laughs> the place. You like, should have asked him what the fuck were you doing? Oh well, once we were done, like you would know, like when one person finished, like the noise would just stop. Yeah, of and course, the, the bathroom door would open, and they'd wash up or whatever. And we would go into the kitchen, grab a drink or whatever, and he would just look at me and smile, right? And I'm and I, and I'm and I'm sitting here just trying to figure out like what the fuck, like like normally we're normally we're pretty, you know, we try and make noise and and everything is good, but man, oh man, dude, that night. So that was a pretty. I don't want to say it, was, it wasn't embarrassing, but it was more of like funny because he asked put, like what was the funny or worst or most awkward. That was you like, put the effort in. I put the effort in, but. I did not win that time. I did not win. Oh, it's the worst. Mm. What about you, Adam? I tried so hard. I don't know. Well, I already, already I already, oh, already said. Uh, already said. Yeah. Um, what Term- else we got here? Terminator dick. Pretty much. <laughs> it was. You know. You. Any guy out there knows what I'm talking about. When the penis it is extra every fucking. Now and then. When it's when you're looking at it, you're going, God. Damn! What the hell is going on with this what today? Was the, what was the the there there was a um a Dane Cook thing? You talk about the cashew on the end of his like it's one of those days you could mm. fling a you could catapult a fucking cashew <laughs> mm. across the room. Yeah, it's one of those days. Yeah, well, it's they it's, happen. It's like you know, I I could have like a a half ass day where it's like the complete opposite, where you're like, where is where's a full yeah, inch like, of my where dick? The, yeah, what's where, going where on? Where is right a now? full inch of my penis right now? Yes, okay? exactly. Where is it? It's because the worst. what's going on? And and you feel robbed. I I I would be doing more damage with that than I was <laughs> with the Terminator dick. That night, I just couldn't believe it. It was all because he was just outperforming. I don't know what was going on. He was giving. I don't know what was going on in there. Business. I don't know what was going on in there, but it was it was stupid. All right, Panic, you're the next for a question pick. Uh, Jeff and I pick questions. You have not, sir. I picked the I picked the song one. What are you talking about? We all picked the question. 
Let's just do let's do one more because we've been yeah, let's uh, do one more. we've been uh, pretty long on these, and Adam and I got to have a meeting after this. Um, trying to find a good one. Um, hmm. I was actually going to go with Sergeant Dragon's one. Okay, what is it? Yep. He's one of our uh, regulars who is also a $40 lifetime pledge. Um, so when flirting, what levels of subtlety do slash did you guys need to get the hint? I always seem to miss when someone is flirting with me on the rare occasion it happens and vice versa. I never had any problems. At all. I, I read people like a book, so I never had any problems with that. Uh, my problem... It's not, even a, it's not even that it's a problem, but the problem was from high school all the way up through university, I was with someone, so it didn't matter that I was picking up what they were putting down. It's that I couldn't pick up, literally, what they were, put, <laughs> what they were putting down. So I never had a problem with that at all. It was, uh, it was always very easy for me. And I was, I'd be one of those people that, I'd be the friend you're sitting at the table, and a girl is hitting on your boy, and he's just not catching shit. At all. And and then she walks away and you look at him and you go, what the fuck yeah, are you doing, bro? Go the smash. signals were strong. And he was like, what do you mean? Yeah, she I just never... she just rested her her tits on my head. There was nothing there. Like yeah, it was just like the most what do you obvious. Mean? She put her lips on my penis. <laughs> 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 she just blew me slowly. It wasn't anything, you know, it was just normal. It was yeah. normal. That's all it was. Yeah, I I never I never had those issues, man. I've I don't know. I dude, I find I find ever since I got married, I've been hit on so much more than before. And it's the same as having a job. You're more employable when you're employed. Yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy. And the things that I've that I've noticed now on the the type of women that usually like hit on me or something like that. They're starting to get older now. Like I find, imagine that. Yeah, like I'm finding. Well, I know, but uh, <laughs> but I'm ta- I'm talking like I'm talking like you know I don't know their ages, but maybe like yeah. forty years old. Yeah, yeah. Uh, where where it's like, damn, you 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 know, because maybe it's just because I'm I'm getting older too, right? So I mean, well, I guess it, it makes sure. Yeah, it makes sense. But yeah, no, I I don't I don't know. I just I don't really pay much mind to it now. I mean, I've been in, been married for a long time, but it feels good. You know, it feels good when. And sometimes it takes me off off guard. Like the other day, I, I went into a store and a girl was like super fucking bubbly. Like I'm walking in there, like just you know whatever, doing my own thing, and she's like, oh hey, right? She's like you know just fucking the bubbly. Voice, the voice goes like yeah, six octaves up, bubbly as shit. Constantly asking me questions. fixing the hair. Yeah, asking me questions and shit. Like and yeah. like just not normal like normal no. stuff. Like she, it's like she wanted to talk with me and I, and yeah. you know and I'm like. It, 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 it takes me back, and then I go, yeah, yeah, I think she's flirting with me, actually. I could probably smash this <laughs> if I wanted to, but I uh, probably shouldn't, so, um, yeah. I guess I'll just enjoy the compliment. That's the way I just yeah. look at it now. It makes yeah, you feel exactly. good. Yeah, ex- That's exactly. It, exactly. Usually you know, especially when you're married, man, you just know when I'm, I'm getting I'm getting called out in chat. I don't know, if Jeff, if you're like this, too, before we let Panic talk about it, but the, I'm getting called out for, for being a flirt. I, I flirt with everything that moves. If you're a 90-year-old woman, I'm still doing it. Like, it doesn't really seem really? to matter. Like, I'm a, perpe- I'm been, a perpetual flirt. You've been called romantic <clears throat> as a fucking rock in chat. That's accurate. Yeah. This is 100% accurate. I don't, I, don't, I don't see myself as a so, flirt. 
at all. What's like, more romantic, really Adam, a rock or a knee to the back of the head? Oh, I mean, there. I mean, one one's got some serious physical. You know, there's some there's some physicality to it. I think the knee has got the romanticism down. Mm, is that the actual yes. physical contact? Exactly. I'm not a Some very. Some people are into that. I'm not a very affectionate person. Like uh, Kayla always complains all the well, time. Well, affectionate is different. Because, it like, is different than flirting. But, I'm the yeah. type of guy like I don't like kissing. Um, it has to be. It's like got to be like a, like even when Kayla's like, "Yo, give me a kiss," I usually just give her my cheek. Like I, I don't know what it is. Like I just a lot of it is like in my face. I don't like people in my face. Uh. I'm just weird like that. I don't really show a whole lot of affection. So, like, when I do show affection, like, say if, like, the wife and I, like, I'll hold her hand when we're out in public and things like to put my arm around her or something. But, like, for me to, like, go and give my wife a kiss, like, randomly, spontaneously, she's, like, she's probably soaked and trying to figure out what the hell is going on (laughs) because it'd be such a rare, it's such a rare occurrence that I don't really... You know, I'm just not like that. I have to be in a very specific mindset and not like even like a I want to have sex mindset because even when I'm even when I'm sexing, I'm not like I'm not like a fucking like, you know, 40 minutes of foreplay and, uh, you know, got the music on and some fucking light kisses and all that shit. It's just like, you know what? You suck. I suck. Let's fuck. That's that's pretty much the show. So I'm not. So for me, for for me, it's. I never, I'm not really, I guess I flirt my own ways, but it's not really a flirty in a normal way. I don't know. It's kind of weird. I'm usually like, I give you, I give you the look like, you know, or whatever. It's not like for me, I'm not like, I'm not not like hard. I'm not hard. I mean, maybe, I don't know. Like I say, I say a flirt, but maybe it's just because I've been labeled a flirt. I'm just trying to be fucking nice with people. Canadian. I don't see that. They don't, I don't know that. I don't see you as like a you've been with like, me. Like, like I'm just being like I like. I'm, yeah, it's almost Adam like you've been called an asshole so long that you just that you just there. call yourself an asshole. Oh, well, yeah, I panic. I was just you know I couldn't you resist. Flirt so hard, but I've just been called a flirt for so long that I've just kind of taken it on for myself. I'm I don't just get trying that to be vibe. A, I'm just being a nice yeah, dude. Yeah, just being a gentleman. Like I'm the same way when I when I talk to people like. Uh, even just random women or whatever, like if I'm out at the store, like I say thank you or hold yeah. the door or, or, hey, I appreciate that or whatever. It, there's no underlining motive. It's just when I'm out in public, I'm usually just like a nice-mannered person. And then when I'm in the comfort of my own home, I have a very, very closed demeanor. Like a lot of people, I feel like, like when I'm on stream and I'm animated and shit, yeah, and yeah. then when I get off stream, I'm like off. Dead, like I'm yeah. just, I'm dead. I'm dead yeah, in the I'm eyes. The I'll go upstairs, I'll sit on the coach, and Kale's like, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. Like, you know, I, I'm, just, I'm the same. I'm exactly I the same. I'll I wake get up in the morning. Out of my system. They're like, "What the f- like? You know, what the fuck is wrong with you?" Yeah, and I'm like, "I nothing." Like I'm, I just I have, I resting, I have yeah. a resting it's bitch weird. face. Yeah, I feel like I feel like if I tried if I tried to flirt, I would fail fucking miserably. So whatever it is, and I'm just doing naturally. I guess I should just stick with whatever the fuck that is. Because if I if somebody said go flirt with this this girl, I'd be oh, I'd be terrible. Absolutely yeah. a gong show, hundred and ten. I'd be like uh, da, da, bag I, of I hairs. Like, da, da, you're I like pretty. your dress. I like your dress. <laughs> like <laughs> for me, it would just be going up to 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 a girl at the bar and just be like, can Want I get you a fuck? drink or you know you know <laughs> whatever. <laughs> like I. You know, they you pick want up some fuck. You, <laughs> you want fuck? <laughs> uh, no. Okay. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm good. Thank you. Yeah, no, good. thank you though. Uh, uh. <laughs> oh my god.
<laughs> All right, what about you, Panic? We just went on a tangent there, but what about you? Um, I am the exact opposite of you guys in that okay. I read people extraordinarily well, but I cannot pick up on those signals. I physically, <laughs> I physically got kicked in the face once by someone because I didn't realize. Oh, rip. Get so, yeah. fucked. So it was, um, I'll tell this story. Um, so person who I ended up getting super close to this one during college, um, my roommates at the time also interested in her. Um, and she was interested in me. Um, I was also a lot thinner and a lot more athletic at the time. So my roommate in his infinite wisdom said, how do I, how do I level this playing field? He's just like, Oh yeah, that's to be, and he's gay. And oh, get fucking and wrecked! So she's like, so she's just like, she's just like, oh, okay, whatever. And we went to martial arts together and all of that jazz. Um, so one day we're sparring, and then I end up going sparring against her, and she's like, "Hey, it's too bad you're gay. We could probably have a good, probably have a good time together." And I'm literally sitting there like, "Wait, what?" As I get kicked in the face. Uh, oh, that's the worst. Get Dude, you got wrecked. double wrecked on that one. <laughs> yeah, Dude, I was just like, I had, guard that. Wait, what? <laughs> oh I was God. the uh, I was the type of guy, and I've only been single for maybe since I was 15 years old. I think I might have had a year and a half of being single since I was 15. Yeah. So I did a lot of sexing, and I did a lot of uh, stuff in in the the span of a nine month, 12 month period where it was just stupid. And it was like, it's one of those things where for me, if a girl was flirting with me and basically if I was attracted to her, like I wanted to hook up. And if I had any, any inclination at all that she was interested in, in anything, I was the type of guy that just, I didn't play games. I didn't fucking try and figure it out or wonder. I would flat out ask her. I'd be like, yo, do you want to go out? Like, you know, are you hitting on me? Like, I'd say those things. Like, I'd, you know, are you, girl, are you coming on to me right now? Like, what's going on? And then I would look, and then I would look, and then, you know, some girls would be like, no, 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 I would never. And then some girl, and then, you know, a lot of time girls, some girls would say, well, maybe I am, or, or, uh, I don't know, I thought you were hitting on me. I'd be like, well, maybe I was. And then at that point, you would know if that was the case or not. And either you'd be sexing that night or a couple of nights later or move on to the next one. That's basically how I did it. Like if I ever, if I was interested in a woman and I thought for a second, even if she even hated me, like if I, like the, when she was around me, her arms were crossed or whatever, I would jokingly go, Hey, you want to fuck? Like I would just say something. (laughs) I would say something like that. And sometimes sometimes it, it would work. Like, and then other times like, dude, fuck no. Like, you know, Hell yeah. no, dude. I would touch you with a 10-foot pole. I've had all <laughs> kinds of random random answers. You know, and and then I've had I one time in particular there was one girl we we were she was a friend of a friend of mine and we would go downtown and she knew I was always on the prowl. Like whenever we were in a taxi cab, me and my buddy would be like, "Oh yeah, dude, I'm I'm going for an Asian tonight. I'm smashing one." Like it's it's on, right? She'd be in she'd be in the car in the in the cab getting ready to go go down with us and she'd hear how I was, right? She just knew. <laughs> so she would never it would be. I wouldn't even bother because she was like one of the friends, like just one of the friends. And one night in particular, we were down at the at the at the club, and we were both sitting there. And she would occasionally hook up with dudes and and go back and things like that. And her friends would kind of give her the okay with this dude or whatever the case may be. 
we were sitting at the bar one time and we were both kind of like just having a bad night. And I literally just asked her, I was like, do you want to just leave? And, you know, I didn't really, I wasn't as like forward where I was you like, do you want to have sex? pull the ones from fuck? No, no. But I, she knew exactly what I was talking about because we were both not getting any. And I was like, you, I was like, hey, do you want to just go back together? Seems like we're both having a rough night. And she was like, yeah, fuck it. And it was like, <laughs> it was like, so one of, you did. it was like one of those, it was one of those things. So for me, it was like, it was just confidence. Yeah, I do like, not I find, have those skills. Yeah. Like I find it's, it's all about how you present yourself. Like there were times where I'd be a dick. I'd be like that guy at a bar that you, that girls would hate. But for the most part, I was just the guy that was straightforward. And you know what? A lot of women like that shit. Like they just like a confident guy and they love that you're interested in them and a lot of the times, women are just as sex hungry as the dudes are. They just have a different way of communicating it. And if you are upfront with them, some are just totally turned off by it. And if they are, then you just walk away and go to the next. But a lot of them are just like some of them won't go and say, "Oh yeah, I've been waiting for you to ask so you could smash." But a lot of but then sometimes they'll open up and they'll they'll not you know physically, but they they, they <laughs> their, their guard their guard would be down and they would yeah, yeah. be more talkative and they're almost like saying, "Yeah, it's okay that you want to sex me, but I'm not gonna come out like a horror and and straight up put out." But I'm giving you an opportunity to close now. You know what confidence I mean? Is, confidence is ninety percent of the battle. Yeah, it really getting the interview, like, but now you got to close the deal. Exactly. Yeah, the, exactly. Yeah, confidence is 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 just about everything. You can pull off. It's 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 the same reason why you could confidently walk in uh, to like some random establishment with a clipboard in your hand and get to the back of a store. And nobody like would even. They don't even bother to ask. It's just you confidently do anything and people will give you the benefit of the doubt nine times out of ten. And, and that kind of confidence spills over, especially into, you know, relationships. And, and in this case, you want some fuck? You want some fucky time? You want some fuck? But I, I, I've i been shut down so many more times than well, I've been happen, let in. Yeah. Like, I can't even count, dude. I've been You miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Exactly. And, dude, it's embarrassing. Like even yeah. Like, even when I got used to it, like... It was embarrassing. There would be times, especially when I thought a girl was out of my league, like now my confidence is like fucking would be if I was single today, I wouldn't I'd I wouldn't care who like like back in the day, I I would purposely try and go after if if we want to be as shitty as possible. I'd go after like sevens or eights. You know, in terms of a number game, I hate to be that guy, but that's just how we how Dude, we do every every everyone. So, yeah, does that, that was shit. like that was my confidence thing. Where if it was a seven or an eight, I would have complete confidence. But if I went after a nine or a ten, I I would almost get anxiety because I'd be scared because it's, it's a it's an ego blow. It's like, hey, I can close all these seven or eights, but these tens, they're they, you know. I may I may close one out of thirty that I try, and sometimes it's really embarrassing because they look at you like, "Are you fucking serious, dude? You're a fucking broke bum." Like I see you down here all the time, like, and they have like a a a, a thing about them where they they feel as though they're better than everybody else, and so sometimes you get the brunt of that shit, and it hurts, man. It fucking oh, yeah. hurts. Hurts bad. And when, I, and when I say everyone does that, I don't mean everyone gives somebody a face number, but what I mean is whether or not you want to admit it, when you are assessing who you want to be with, whether it's for one night or many, 
Yeah, looks is a looks big thing. plays a part. It, yep. No matter how much you want to play high roll, you know, high road, and be like, no, nah, I don't care. They could look like a big old pile of smashed assholes. About what's the inside, they can. Which is true. Yes. Yes. To an extent. But <laughs> no matter how much people want to pretend that it doesn't that it doesn't play a major role in in selection. You're fucking out of your mind, and you're just trying to, you know, I don't even know what you're trying to do. You're trying to fool, your, fool yourself, first mm. of all. Mm. But it's just the way it is. Mm. Putting numbers instead is taking it, it uh, yeah. of like, yeah, it's just yeah. taking it a step further. It does, it's just whatever. But at the end of the day, all it means is. It's like a rotten tomato score, right? Do I find, yeah, do I, it's <laughs> oh an aggregate. God. Do I find them fresh or not? Mmm. <laughs> That's terrible. Yeah, it's terrible. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to wrap it up there because uh, Jeff and I have to have a meeting after this. So, uh, that's it for side B. Hopefully you, this was a crazy ass side B. There's some shit. Went side down A was pretty, no, side A was pretty epic too. All, uh, it's just all around. It it's a good, good it's a good day. It's a good day. Good show, gentlemen. Thank you so much for coming and watching here on the live stream. Hope you enjoyed it. Uh, thank you very much for continuing to listen on iTunes, YouTube, Google play music. Uh, you know, your grandfather's record player after you pressed it into vinyl. I appreciate the effort for that. Uh, let's read off our Patreon producers, which I updated and is now not up to date because of Mr. Miyagi. Wax on, Right, Adam. it was Mr. Miyagi, right? Mr. Miyagi. Yeah. Where is he at? He at the five hundo? He's at the five hundo. Oh my God. He's there. God. Well, ladies and gentlemen, shout outs to Jetrix, who's been at oh, this position. Crazy. Bravo. I don't even know how long now. Too long. I, I've, I've lost track. Too long. He's been there. Oh, I, I don't want to say that. I don't want to encourage him otherwise. No, it's too long. It's time he goes to the 1K. <laughs> <laughs> Not He's get greedy, gonna man. Ah. He's going to upgrade. <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm just joking. Uh, but Jetrix and Mr. Miyagi at the $500. Postal Panda still kicking it. Or no, Postal Panda upgraded, I should say. He went from 100, and he yes. re- he's he's into that, that 250 slot now. Uh, and as always, Jamaican Jazz. You know, I, I don't get to say it anymore. The fun Jamaican name isn't crazy. here anymore. I don't get to say it. Joe McDong, you're disappointing me right now because you're not here anymore, and I don't get to say it. But shout-outs for being there as long as you were. Jamaican Jazz, Adam Barlow... Uh, Toad of Steel, Naily, Derek P, Frycy, Ice Wolfie. Shout outs to all of you gentlemen. Thank you so much. Uh, the website is coming along, the update for it. So these names that are here will be on the website and automatically updated, uh, hopefully in the not too distant future. Uh, but the site is actually way further ahead right now than I thought it was, thanks to one dev in particular who just went ham and did 75% of the work uh in inside of a couple of days so i literally talked to one of our guys like three days ago not the devs yet i just the uh, person who's setting up the server for us um i didn't even mm. realize we were that far on the dev sweet yeah no go and look at the the, the thread in discord and you will see just how far along we are mm. um but uh yeah so ladies and gentlemen thank you so much for listening we will be back next thursday i know everywhere you're looking right now including the screen says friday ignore that shit I have to update everything. I'll find time to do that at some point. I'll update absolutely everything. But for now, Thursdays, new time, or not the same time, but new day, 
Thursday, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, just like today. Uh, we will see you guys next week, hopefully, for that uh, for that live show. And until then, thank you so much once again. And we'll be seeing you soon. Peace. Bye. Bye.